Brian Chesky is the CEO of Airbnb, the short-term vacation rental platform. And one day earlier this year, in March, Chesky checked his email. He said it was like a bomb went off in his inbox. He would get his weekly numbers, and he looked at bookings in Europe. They went down about 80% year over year in the second week of March. They had seen numbers also fall in China as the pandemic was hitting China and Asia. And, I mean, it was just completely catastrophic. Our colleague, Maureen Farrell, has been covering Airbnb this year. And she says when Chesky saw these numbers, he knew Airbnb was in trouble. As the pandemic was striking various geographies around the world, their revenue was tanking along with the raging pandemic. So it just looked incredibly dire for Airbnb. And now, what's happening to Airbnb this week? Airbnb is going public. It looks like it could go public at a number even above $40 billion, which was kind of inconceivable earlier this year. On Thursday, Airbnb will list on the NASDAQ exchange, capping off a whirlwind year for the company. And the story of how Brian Chesky pulled Airbnb back from the brink involves a bit of luck and a complete rethink of how he runs the company. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Wednesday, December 9th. Coming up on the show, how, in a matter of months, Airbnb went from near catastrophe to a multi-billion dollar IPO. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. Brian Chesky, a former art school student, co-founded Airbnb with some friends more than a decade ago. It all started after they rented out air mattresses in their apartment during a tech conference. From there, Chesky built the company into an online platform where people around the world could rent out a room or an entire house. So Brian Chesky is, you know, and I know everyone in Silicon Valley likes to say this about CEOs, and CEOs like to say this about themselves, but I think he's been kind of a different kind of CEO. I mean, one thing is he's quite unabashedly emotional. Um, he's also very sort of wide-eyed. He had been known as someone who kind of thought Airbnb could really do anything. They were this travel booking company, but he would talk about it going in so many different directions, spending a lot of his time focused on sort of newer bets for Airbnb beyond the core home rental market. He became very focused on experiences, which is, you know, you can go take a pottery class in Gibraltar or, you know, go scuba diving in Costa Rica. So what experiences are, are handcrafted experiences that allow you to immerse in the local community. And that wasn't generating much in the way of revenue. 
He also hired an airline veteran, and there's talk about having its own airline. You know, we've looked at where to stay. We've now have experiences, which is what you do. Probably down the road, we're going to be looking at how you get there, aviation. The company also released a feature film about a gay men's chorus, and they had plans for releasing more feature films. And so we started to now think about um, films, things that really express our values in this. Um, I had no idea that Airbnb was doing all this stuff. It was starting to branch out into many different areas, and there was talks of many, many more things that they could go after and tackle. I mean, what he's said before is that if we grow enough and hire the right people, we can kind of grow into anything we want to be. He was calling it the magical world of Airbnb. Airbnb is more than just real estate. It's really about reminding the world that, you know, people are fundamentally good and we're mostly the same. But over the past few years, this magical world of Airbnb was starting to frustrate some of Airbnb's investors. What they wanted Airbnb to do was go public so that they could cash in on their investments. They were starting to get a little bit worried that he was trying to take on too many different things, especially as the IPO seemed like it was getting pushed off. They were worried that he wasn't focused enough on costs, focused enough on just getting the travel business right, their core business. And there was sort of an an idea that he wasn't making decisions quickly enough. Airbnb almost went public in 2018, but Chesky and his co-founders ultimately decided not to. They believed that Airbnb could perform better as a private company out of the glare of public markets. Then, heading into 2020, Chesky signaled that he was finally ready to take the company public. And, you know, investors were relieved. Finally, this was going to happen. And then, of course, the pandemic hit. So it looked like suddenly after waiting for so long, so many years, this pandemic hits and it looks like, okay, they might never go public. As more bad news kept landing in Chesky's inbox in March, the IPO was the least of his worries. Instead, Airbnb was now in a fight for survival. His core business was really potentially completely drying up, the business of home rentals. People were canceling bookings. It was unclear how long it was going to, this freeze was really going to last. And he was in pretty constant communication via Zoom with his board members. And one board member told him, looking at what was ahead, this is going to be bigger than 9-11 and 2008 combined. So bigger than 9-11 and bigger than the financial crisis. And he said, this board member said to Brian Chesky, this is your defining moment as a leader. So Chesky set out to save his company. As Brian Chesky was watching his revenue crumble across the world, he decided he needed money. His expenses were high. The revenue wasn't going to come in. The company every month was going to start losing money. So he, he really felt like he had one choice, was to really immediately raise financing to protect the company and to protect its future. Airbnb took on some big loans, about $2 billion worth. Lenders could see Airbnb was in a tough spot. And so some of them charged a really high interest rate, about 10%, the kind of rate you might see when a distressed company takes on a loan. On top of those loans, Chesky also made some cuts. He cut about a billion dollars worth of marketing expenses. He and his co-founders relinquished their salaries. They cut pay in half for executives. Chesky says he ran through hundreds of expense items line by line. 
And ultimately, he had to make his toughest choice yet, layoffs. He laid off 1,900 employees. Wow. What percentage of the company is that? It's about 25%. Hmm. And, you know, cutting 25% of the staff, he was crying on calls, apologizing. He was, you know, told people he loved them. And a lot of people around him said, it, you know, it, was, it really hit him hard. It's his company. He felt like these were all his people. There was one other big change that Chesky made. He started to scale back his grand ambitions for Airbnb. Brian Chesky completely changed his tune in terms of going off into all these different areas. He said immediately that the company would reduce its investments in new areas. It was going to pause its transportation unit, the whole Airbnb studios, you know, creating feature films. They decided to pause all of that. I can't imagine that those decisions were easy for him to make. He told our colleague Preeti Karana and I that he felt like he made 10 years of decisions within 10 weeks. Within months, Chesky had slashed expenses, laid off staff, and dramatically scaled back his vision for the company. He hoped a smaller version of Airbnb would be lean enough to survive. And then Chesky caught a break. All of a sudden, in May, about two months, at least in the United States, into the pandemic, Brian Chesky said that he just started noticing signs of life in parts of Airbnb. He started looking at, you know, urban residents where they were trying to look at vacation rentals nearby in towns and cities, sort of going out to the country, getting out of the city, but not go too far. Because there was this idea, clearly, that people didn't want to fly. People weren't going really across borders, didn't want to hop in planes. They wanted to go somewhere drivable. And it turned out that Airbnb was actually in a pretty good position to meet that demand. I think we all probably saw at that time, people were clearly worried about hotels, didn't want to be in shared spaces. So Airbnb just has much more inventory of full homes that people can stay at. And I mean, it would have been hard to predict really in March, but consumer travel is rebounding much more quickly than business travel. Airbnb was always weighted much more towards consumer travel. They were trying to break into business travel, but it had been slow. So they've just been, they're well-positioned for the way in which travel has rebounded. As more people took weekend trips in nearby towns and cities, revenue started to trickle back in. And Chesky acted quickly to capitalize on this change in how people were traveling. As they started realizing this in May, Airbnb started redesigning its app, website, the algorithms. So when you went to look on it, you would kind of see more places in your area typically at an entire place to yourself. The redesigned app and algorithms seem to be working. On one day in July, guests' book stays on Airbnb at the same rate they were just before the pandemic. Coming up, Chesky makes another bold move to build on that momentum. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Canva. It's time to ditch your old presentation programs at work and try Canva presentations instead. It'll help you create stunning slides in no time. No design experience needed. Just start with one of the designer-made templates or generate something in seconds with AI. Then polish it up and get ready to wow your audience. It's that easy. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Tap the banner to learn more. In just a few months, Airbnb had transformed into a very different company. It was no longer the place you went to book a faraway vacation. Now, it was where you went to book a nearby house for a weekend or a place to quarantine for a few weeks. Even though bookings were starting to trickle back in, the company wasn't bringing in as much money as in years past. But because Chesky had cut back so much on costs, Airbnb actually managed to turn a profit in the third quarter. Before all this happened, and before the pandemic, some investors and even board members were a bit critical of Chesky. What are they thinking of him now? From almost everyone I've talked to, they're just really impressed with Brian Chesky's leadership on so many different levels, that he made a lot of tough decisions. He made them very quickly. One investor I've spoken to said to me, you know, this is the year in my eyes that Brian Chesky grew up. And around this time, Maureen started to hear that Airbnb might go public. It might seem risky for a travel company to go public as governments around the world continue to enforce travel restrictions. But as Chesky and his team explored a possible IPO, there was something else completely out of their control that was actually working in their favor. Basically, this is really one of the hottest IPO markets we've ever seen. We're already at a record year this year, which is, it's just completely crazy. It's more has been raised in the IPO market in the United States this year than even in 1999, which was the previous high at the height of the tech boom. Wow. Companies are coming out. Investors are really excited about them. They're bidding them up. Why has this been such a good year for IPOs? It seems like it would be totally the opposite. So right now, interest rates are incredibly low. So it's really hard to make money on money that you put in the bond market. So investors are really looking for a return on their investment, and they're turning towards the stock market for it. And then when the IPO market started opening up this year, there were a few very successful debuts. Investors bought into them. They're going up. They keep on going up. So investors saw that. They saw how well other investors were doing in the IPO market. And it's been kind of a pile-on effect. After holding off for years, Airbnb was finally ready to jump in and go public in the hottest IPO market in history. The company set its initial listing for December 10th and started to raise money. Less than two weeks ago, Airbnb estimated that it would debut at a valuation of as much as $35 billion. But as the company talked with more investors, it became clear that demand for Airbnb stock was sky high. Now, Airbnb is expected to debut at a valuation of more than $40 billion. A crazy thing is when they raised debt earlier this year, lenders valued the company at $18 billion. So this will be more than double where Airbnb was valued earlier this year if it goes public at north of $40 billion. But how can investors be sure that this 
comeback that Airbnb has had is real and sustainable? They can't. I mean, as COVID cases are increasing and the next few months could be incredibly grim, there is a question if we're all going to be in more lockdown, if people will be traveling less, that it probably is likely to hit Airbnb's business in the near term. But then I think there's just so much excitement around where the business will go once travel rebounds. It's a true bet that if and when travel comes roaring back, the economy comes roaring back, Airbnb will be positioned better than anyone else, basically. What do you think the lesson here is from what's happened to Airbnb this year and where they're headed next? I think a big lesson is you can't control the macro factors around your business. But to a certain extent, you can make yourself more lucky by making the right moves. I mean, it looks like in many ways, with some bumps along the way, they have the winds at their back. But Brian Chesky, his team, they've sort of made their own luck in a lot of ways this year. I mean, this pandemic could have crushed the company. And he executed very swiftly. He made quick, very tough decisions. And they've come out of this in an amazing place. And investors have seen what they've done and really want to reward them. They want to buy into this company. That's all for today, Wednesday, December 9th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Additional reporting in this episode by Pritika Rana. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.